Girl. Um, you hear my earrings dangling. You dangling, baby. Go ahead, baby. You dangling. <laughs> so right now it's it's a party of two. Womp womp. Um, uh, my name is Georgette Pierre, and you're listening to Venting in Vino. And, and I have Nikki Trends. Um, we always like to joke Tiani about her attendance. I think she's obsessed, and I and she'll hear this. I think she's obsessed. Like she does not want to be absent from she any does show. Does it? You'll you'll hear her probably swooping. Yes, I'm like in my on. mind. I'm like Tiani. It is not a crime if you miss a show. It is okay. You got shit to do. I got work to do. Okay, so um, kicking it off with Air It Out. Nick, you want to start this or you want me to start this? Um, I'm going to let you start it. It seems like you have a lot of stuff to air out. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, these are not even bad things, but... Uh, Back to the troll situation again. I am dealing with another troll, and this time it ain't Trump-related. <laughs> so this girl hits oh. me up on Twitter about my last Power article. And so I haven't officially announced it, and I totally forgot. So I write TV recaps about Power, the show, um, the show Power on Stars. yes, for Entertainment Weekly. So I got through four episodes, like fourth week, and my last episode, like now everyone, like not even giving spoiler alerts, but um, Leela Lauren plays, does an amazing job playing Angela. But she's like the, she's the, the um, special agent that locked up Omari Hardwick's character Ghost. Okay. So everyone's like, fuck Angela, we're over Angela, blah, blah, blah. Like, but <laughs> she's in my a mind, like, it's, it's, she's a yeah, rat. like she, you know, this is a man that you were sleeping with and yeah. you were his mistress and all this other stuff. And uh, so everyone's upset with her character. This girl hits me up like, um, oh my gosh, it's so embarrassing that you can't separate your, no, she's just like, why are you, she's like, you sound mad. Oh, that's embarrassing that you can't separate your thoughts for Angela um, or out of your article. I was like, I am not mad. I was like, ha, I'm not mad. It's only entertainment. She said, it stopped being entertainment when she started getting death threats. I said, who was getting the, the Lena actress, Lauren, the yes. actress. So, so she's getting death. Threats. I had no idea she was getting death threats. But this is this is my issue with the troll. I was like, so you mean to tell me I'm supposed to take responsibility for someone not being able to separate the character from the show? I was like, you sound ridiculous, and that's idiocy, like yeah. straight up. Wait, so like your recaps are just basically it's not even so much an opinion it's just like what There's happened in the show thrown in there okay but it's not like but it's not and like it's an opinion thrown in here and there about but the story literally it's like recapping nothing, the story yeah man nothing about the actors the actresses no, it's just legit it's about the characters yeah literally so she's telling you correct that you correct that you are part of the problem correct. for the actress getting death threats correct i wonder if she is trolling the people giving the death threats well, because, you know, for some reason, so I was just like, <laughs> let me jump on her. You know, I always like yeah. to, the critics, I always like to jump mm -hmm. to their Twitter handles and see, like, if she had, like, two followers. Mm -hmm. So in her, her bio, she has hashtag Power TV, which is the, the, um, the hashtag for the show. So I'm like, I don't know what she does for Power TV, but she also seemed like she was a writer, too. And she had a few hundred followers less than me. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like, she Shade. seems pseudo legit. Shade. But I'm not, I know. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm like, I'm not here for you telling me that I'm the problem. Like, yeah. I was like, death threats aren't okay, but I'm not That's taking responsibility yeah. for somebody else that can't be you're not an telling, adult. You're not telling people, like... <laughs> Oh, hit her on her Twitter. My, my last sentence in that article was like, someone show Angela to her several thousand seats. Like, we want her to sit down. Like, you need the to sit character. down somewhere. Yeah, the cat. It's the cat <laughs> the whole time. This is why I was getting so annoyed. 
She was irking me, man. She was irking me. And part of me was like, ooh, Georgia, don't get riled up because I went back on Twitter to see if she replied back. Yeah. So Did as you- of yesterday, I didn't see something, but that was the last time I checked and I was like, fuck her. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to keep checking for her. I mean, it's very, this her. is one of the downsides of being a part of a super successful show is that people forget who you are and they just associate you with whatever character you are. So like in Game of Thrones, a king oh, who plays sure. Joffrey. Yeah. People probably hate that kid. Oh, I, I, I couldn't stand his ass. <laughs> right. I, yeah, so, I like, stand so I'm sure when he, people see him, they're like, ah, right. you're so, so happy you die. Well, that's my thing. Like, that's a great point that you made. Like, so what makes it any different? Are you trolling the fucking Game of Thrones actors right. and seeing if they're getting death threats? Why the fuck do you care so much about Oh, girl. I mean, I was. People get into these shows. Nah, man. I was done. I was done with her. So that was one uh, era. Now. My other one is really she short. She only so. got a few hundred thousand less than you. Don't even worry about a her. A few hundred. I know. But I was just like, <laughs> let me not get caught up in that because I understand why even to the point like with with like you know what's his name they said he deleted his Twitter account at Sheeran yeah. after his the critics hit him people can be really mean and like they're just coming for you as if they know you or as if you spent the I don't know you. you and you can easily take that shit personal but I was just like I have no time for this girl <laughs> I can't I'm like, I was like I can't sit I would have screenshot it and then featured it in my other article oh, and oh been like gosh. it was a mess um, my other air it out but it's a good air it out is I got to pe- we got to meet one of my favorite artists Ryan Leslie ooh I uh, haven't heard that name in so long. Yeah, girl, he out here working, but he's in the tech world doing his thing. Yo, that's the place to be. It is. And so uh, everyone, I mean, if you look, type up Ryan Leslie, you'll see him associated when he used to produce for Bad Boy. He's just a producer, artist, entrepreneur. So he has this app called Superphone. And I remember seeing him speak at an event last week for Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival. And I like I was front row and center. I'm sure you were. And so I had done videos <laughs> to, to, to just kind of mark the event. And he was really passionate about th- technology and just that that in general long story short so the reason why like we couldn't record last night the reason why i was going to leave early was because i got invited to uh, a private social for those that were interested Ooh, in superphone yeah mind you okay it's a private social i signed up to be part of superphone in my mind ryan leslie is not going to be yeah. there this man travels he goes everywhere he's talking he's speaking he's oh selling superphone i walk into a breather space in soho uh-huh. the man sitting right on the couch so mm-hmm. i thought I, I saw something i was just like oh let me move my head back like i had to like yeah. <laughs> you're like oh my god I what's happening to, to my underwear the- i don't know <laughs> i can't control it bro i had to i literally was like oh okay ryan is here so i sat down <laughs> And I've been trying to get on Ryan's radar. Like, I know his cousin from yeah. Northern Virginia. And nice. I've been trying try to get on his radar for a while. So he walks up to me. Like, he heard me introduce myself. He's like, yo, Georgia, what's your phone number? Ooh. Because Superphone. Oh, my phone, God. It keeps going faster faster. <laughs> so Superphone allows you, like, he created that a long time ago to keep up with his fans, to know who they are so he can be in touch with them. So he has over 60,000, 67,000 There's fans. another artist that has that. Uh, I think they're probably using... Superphone. Yeah, I've, yeah. There's, there. Is, I've He's heard been of working it. Like Joey Badass and some other artists. So he put everyone's phone number in that room that came to the yeah. social in his phone. But it was the fact that it was just like, Yo, Georgette, what's your phone number? And I looked at him like, Oh my gosh! Oh my He's God. over my shoulder. He's, I almost jumped it? out of my skin. Does he see them going uh, down? Girl, I almost jumped out of my fucking skin. But I was calm the whole entire night. Like, I mean, because you have to be. Well, it was chill. It was like actually full circle because I've been following this man for like ten years since his first album. And then to sit in a room in close proximity with him, and then he spoke at the end. Like his team did the presentation. You just like that he said your name. 
that Georgia. and he asked for my phone number Georgia what? can I have your but number I'm not, I'm not even trying to oversell it like that he asked for everyone's phone number but like no, I don't, girl like, but, but he's a Georgia but like I'm number. a fan of Ryan Leslie anyways I went off on my little tangent so that was it so shout out to to, to our less and Superphone. yeah 13,000 people sitting on that beta waiting list and he bumped all of us up Damn, and he gave all you, of us up. your boo gave you VIP too. You're so silly, Damn. super phone social, hey. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, my air it out is this baby season alert. Ooh. Like, I'm over here. Girl getting pregnant. I'm over here wearing a latex suit. Because <laughs> uh, it's funny. It's like, okay, so Beyonce had her twins. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, yeah. and the, But like before that, George Clooney has twins. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Now Mindy Kaling from Mindy Project is pregnant. I didn't know she was dating anybody. I, yo, go girl. Yeah, you must have been on one night fun and done. I'm not mad. But what's also interesting is that this is her first kid. She's 38. Like a lot of these mm. actors and actresses are having their kids later later, which I feel like that's totally makes me too. feel really good about it too. Having yeah. kids later. Um, so, you know, it's just baby se- baby season. Like wrap it up. From. Wrap it up before you smack it up. <laughs> <laughs> I like seriously every time it's a different pregnancy story on my on my timeline I'm like ooh or like a different celebrity I'm like ooh <laughs> yeah no I'm good I do think it's gonna happen later because I'm not settled in my career and where I want to be financially and just even physically where I want to be you know just uh, wrap it up guys yeah, I'm, I'm, if you're not ready <laughs> wrap it up like smack yeah, it up I'm selfish right now because I want to buy a penthouse so that's my PSA for y'all wrap it up wrap it up Watch it all fall out. So that's our air it out. On to pop culture things. There's quite a few things happening in pop culture. Um, And I want to start off with the first one. I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on it because it's such a drab, but we do feel like you all should know about this. So just kind of a quick update on, and and they keep changing the name, and this name sounds even more utterly ridiculous. Um, So we have... So as everyone knows, the healthcare bill <laughs> got dead panned again, thanks to two Republicans that they were not expecting to deadpan the bill. Yeah, um, McCain wasn't he like in the hospital? Well, so John McCain couldn't vote on it <laughs> um, because he actually was irony. Yeah, he's a gentleman. He wasn't, he wasn't well. Um, yeah, he had a blood clot. They had to clear out. So just kind of so everyone knows, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell's latest attempt for to make good on the GOP seven-year campaign promise to get the Affordable Care Act, which which is also calling Obamacare, was um, plunged into chaos. Um, two Republican senators said they would oppose the procedural vote to advance McConnell's plan to roll back significant parts of Obamacare without a replacement in place. Just a, re- a replacement plan in place. So just so people know, what they're up against now is so they were trying to pass that bullshit-ass bill as is that nobody was still fond of. Now what he was trying to do, Mitch McConnell that is, was get the Republicans, his strategy was is to get the Republicans to pass a bill without a replacement plan. And, and wanting to allot and giving them two years to see what that plan will look like. So first they went to try to break down everything. And I think this is, I think this is the reason why um, their shit is, is, is failing. They came in guns blazing. Obamacare has to go because we won as Republicans, but you all never really put your heads together. And it is, it wasn't also an open legislative process. Everybody wasn't able to take part in helping craft this bill. So that was a major problem. And so now the fact that he wants to do this repeal and replace two years later, that's, that's not, everyone's not too fond of that. So So what would, so what would happen if you need healthcare? 
Good question, Nick. <laughs> if there's no replacement. <laughs> Good question. So um, McConnell was forced to consult. So just so people know, he was forced to concede Monday night that his original attempt to repeal and replace uh, the health care law at the same time was no longer a viable strategy. And he proposed that the Senate move ahead with a vote to take up an Obamacare repeal bill that the House passed earlier this year and aimed to introduce as an amendment to the 2015 bill that would effectively roll back key parts of Obamacare after a two-year waiting period. So if that sounded like, and and I wish we had, what's his name here, my homie, uh, what's his name, Michael Brooks, he he was on with us before from Two Dope Boys in a podcast. Um, It sounds like they would give it two years, Mm-hmm. And then the, after that two-year period, start rolling back the parts that they weren't too fond of. That's what it sounded like. It says that legislation was approved by a GOP-controlled Congress at the time, but vetoed by then President Barack Obama. Oh, so at the time, like that was, that was um, in place. Just fucking keep Obamacare and just change the name. It, Nobody's gonna know the difference because well, people didn't know the Affordable Care Act was, was Obamacare, say, so yeah, it doesn't I mean, even I think matter. The issue that they're having is. You know, a lot of Republican senators, because that that will also affect them being in office wherever they are in their states. It would leave 22 million people without health care by 2026. 22 million. And so it says repealing without a replacement plan in hand will probably leave 18 million more people without coverage in the first year after its enhancement and its its enactment and 32 more, 32 million more by 2026, according to a congressional budget office that looked at the earlier bill. So this is the. That's, I mean, like, that's one of the biggest issues. It's, what do you do with no backup plan? So y'all are just going to <laughs> let people have no health insurance? That's like, a lot of debt, too, that people won't pay. And not that they won't pay it, but, like, you got to think in two years a lot can happen to a person. Yeah. And, and you're also talking about people who are having kids. Oh, look who oh, it is. Oh, look who arrived. Yeah. No, I mean, it's... Tayonce. I think it's, I think it's still... um. <laughs> Uh, Hitcher, Hitcher, what you would call it? Um, I think it's. Go ahead and finish what you were saying. Well, though. because you know people are having kids. We're talking kids about get, the the repeal and yeah. no replace. The Mitch McConnell. Kids, yeah. Kids get sick, and yeah. it's kind of like you go without insurance is a really high bill to pay. Now you're putting people like in crazy amount of debt. Like, what is is there debt involved? I I was thinking more so. Uh, oh, I see. Like, like if, if you go, like, to, if the they hospital, have to, go to the hospital, yeah, if you're yeah, yeah, birth, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people who are pregnant, who need like prenatal care, things like that. Like they you're kind of leaving These them. These men hate women, and they came from fucking women. Yeah, that's crazy that they just want to get rid of any health care whatsoever, just to just get rid of Obamacare. Like that's ridiculous. They just don't even want to replace it at this point. <laughs> well, like they, they they're not going to be able to because I think because then nobody's voting for it. Nobody exactly. Wants it. Well, because these Republicans, I'm, 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 some of these Republicans are like they're not going to be stupid. They're not going to have their spots in their states next year if they were vote if they vote yeah. against people that need this you're talking about 22 million people mm-hmm. and they said it would be worse if they do repeal no replace um if, if they try to go ahead with a strategy where they repeal it and don't replace it 32 million more people would be without health care per the congressional they're budget office. They're, the they're, right they're idiots. I was watching um, 90s um, and this episode, it, it's a show on CNN that just goes over everything that happened in yeah. the 90s. And this episode was about the Clinton era. Mm-hmm. And one of the things one of the commentators said was like, Republicans did not consider Clinton a legitimate president. I was just like, they're so hypocritical. So what do you consider this president? <laughs> like, I'm, just, I'm just curious. He's like, here to save us. He's, a, he's an ass. <laughs> 
Shit. They don't want to be retaliated against, and 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 the <laughs> fact that they actually retaliate against people is a problem, and they yeah. don't want to be targeted. Yeah. Um. Just shout just... out real quick to the names of people that so because for this to be a GOP controlled Senate, um, or Congress, they cannot. They can afford to lose two Republicans. If they lose any more than that, then a bill's not getting passed. And they lost, I think, four. They lost four. They obviously lost more than two. But um, it was Senator Mike Lee and uh, Senator Jerry Moran. Um, Wait, yeah, Kansas Senator Jerry Moran and Senator Mike Lee, um, a fellow Republican from Utah. So they announced their opposition. And this is what they're calling it, the Better Care Reconciliation Act. Better care. (laughs) Wasn't it called something else before that? I don't know. They're just so ridiculous. I'm over it. it. I pay for private insurance, and private insurance is very expensive. Mm. Um, But, you know, I can understand why this can be an issue. So, anywho, on to our next story. Is this you? All right. So for the next story we got here, it seems that Mayor, sorry, I can't. How you Rahm Emanuel. Rahm, Rahm Emanuel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting way to spell that. <laughs> um, so he's the mayor of Chicago and he has implemented this new program that will be starting in 2020, which is um, a new requirement for high school students to basically have a plan, either have a job, college, or if you're going into armed forces, or you don't get your diploma. And so people seem to be like people in the community seem to be upset about the whole situation because they just feel like how how are you going to colleges mm-hmm. and stuff like that, um, especially the fact that their budget was cut so much. Yeah. And so they're talking about hiring more um, counselors to help the kids and all this stuff. So people just I understand why this is a bad thing i because like i was reading comments and like from the parents they just feel like their kids aren't gonna get the help and but i also feel like when i went to high school i did that stuff outside of it like yeah i had guidance counselors help me but i also did the research outside of it Mm -hmm. so i obviously because i read comments i was reading comments and just people were really against this plan they really felt kids shouldn't shouldn't have to be forced to have an after high school plan um i just want to know where your guys' thoughts was on that um uh, i think the issue I, I think the incentive like the idea of it is good i was reading part of the article and it was like it sounds good on paper but i think i think they just need to make sure they have all the resources in the world to make sure that these kids have plans because i will say this like my guidance counselor in high school was okay. Like, I, I don't think she did that great of a job. So everybody on your everybody on your staff has to be the best to the, so that every student in your school has a plan. I know that there are some guidance counselors that dropped the ball completely. So I think it's a lot of, you better put a lot of pressure on your, your teachers, your guidance counselors, and everybody to make sure these kids have a plan if you're going to make that the punishment for not you know, like telling them that if you don't have a plan you're not getting a diploma like you have to make sure that you've done everything that you can do as well to make sure that happens i just i just think that that's kind of harsh to be like i'm not gonna get a diploma if i don't have a plan like, imagine if we did that with college like that would be like <laughs> i can't get my diploma would, uh, actually i feel like here's my thing about it i feel like you also have to do stuff outside of school. Like they can only help so much, but I don't think it's bad for to get kids to start thinking like, what are you going to do after high school? Cause now we're, we're definitely in a time where even college degrees don't 
mean anything. Like they're yeah. not even you have to get like 20 to really get a job that you really want. Yeah. In a high position and a good paying position. So it's kind of like I think I think this is a good idea. I mean, it also it takes a village, right? So it's not just up to the school. It's up to the parents. It's up to the community. It's up to the kids to like really sit down and think about what it is that they that they want to do. And I feel like, in all honesty, what do people do with their diplomas? I can't even tell you where the hell my diploma is. <laughs> Which yeah, is like another thing. Just be like, like you can't have it because you don't know what you're gonna do with your life. It's, I mean, is it? I think that's, that's, the, like, that's the extreme equivalent. Like you're not getting your diploma unless you can show me. That's so, the proof for that. Yeah, that's like I think that's a little too much because I I know it's not for college, but I could just imagine if that was ever implemented at a college how many people would be like freaking the fuck out because so i know i didn't have anything to do decide. right away yeah but i think college is different because you decided that you were because you have to pick a major that's, yeah that's private money essentially yeah like, no one's really paying for that unless you yeah get so right stuff, now so. the public high school graduation requirements include science courses and 40 hours of community service mm-hmm. so that that's good like i don't see anything wrong with that they're like i can honestly tell you there were kids that i went to high school who would not be able to do 40 hours of community service because they were working to help support family yeah like their families yeah so is it that kind of like like you're forcing me to do community service but i have like i have to do this like work or do whatever honestly i I could i mean i was happy to do community service but like you would literally they would know that you had an extracurricular activity mm-hmm. as well and they would still think you should make time for that community service and i'm like so you don't want me to do sports you don't want me to do theater just the community service because <laughs> like i don't have time to do both like as much as you want me to do yeah so no, like I mean, like i don't know some of those force requirements i'm like ugh. well i think i think the biggest thing yeah. in my mind is if you're going to provide the resources from these six different options that you think that they should at least have like yeah. job offer military blah 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 like let them at least let them have resources to to, to help but, them yeah. decide on these things versus them saying like i'm just going to go to the military just so i can get my diploma exactly. no i, I, I yeah. think i i agree with that but i don't disagree with the where the intention is but exactly it's the a road good to intention. hell is paved with good intention so but they have to do their part and like really make sure their shit is on point have a whole bunch of job yeah, fairs I mean, but it's and the, career days listen like I, with Rami Manuel, i also think about it from the, the, the there's there's a it's a real thing the school to prison pipeline right yeah so if you don't really if you're not going anywhere if you're not doing anything like they're looking like they're building and, prisons and really think about this like if going in let's because it's supposed to be implemented in 2020 so what into it's like what this oh, year God. damn i know three that's like math damn <laughs> shit, i was gonna do the math but that's bad that's close. three years <laughs> shit. oh my god it's like i need a minute um, yeah it's like two, two years and, and something years. Oh, yeah, because like May might be the day. Yeah, like May is the month of graduation or Shit. June. Okay. Oof. Sorry about that. Oh, no, uh, it's, it's by the time that's implemented, <laughs> you're you're going into your freshman year. You already know this implement. This is really you have four years to really think about what it is you want to do and mm-hmm. how. Four years to really, and I feel like if we if that would have been something that we had now, like before when we were all in high school. I feel like I definitely would have been more focused on what I wanted to do after high school. Yeah. Like my thing was like, oh, I'm just going to go to college. But I didn't really think about what it is I wanted to do. Do Uh huh. Yeah. And I really feel if it helps because right now they're saying like 60 percent of the students in the district 
have post-secondary plans when they graduate. Um, but they're they're trying to focus on the forty percent that don't have it. Um, so it's not it. They really do have a high number of kids who have secondary, uh, post-secondary um, plans after they graduate. But they're really they're worried about the forty percent and what what that looks like. And I I think this is if they really work on it and they have a solid plan. I really think this could be great. Yeah. And I know, so like, I'm people thinking, are like, this is just putting out. so much stress on the kids. It's like, no, what puts stress on a kid is when you're in your second semester of senior year, you have no idea what the fuck you're going to do. That puts way more stress than prepping them for what the hell is out there and what your next possible steps can be. Yeah, oh, it's a good idea they, they do with their sub- the resources. Yeah, just they make have sure to, you, you yeah. know. I, I just, feel, but I also feel like it's not all on the school as well. No, it's fifty fifty. But don't yeah. suggest this as an option and if then not like, be willing to cop hire shitty no, guidance well, counselors. Yeah. No, you, shit, you, you know? there's definitely like if you're gonna put it out there, you have to be uh, put your money where your mouth is on it too. But mm-hmm. I feel like you know, uh, as a community though, like why wouldn't I think that's kind of dope? Like I would be more invested in my kid and to help them. Like, kind of, it'd be a journey for both of us. I think the bigger thing is, like, what is Chicago High What does the Chicago school system really look like? Like, talking to somebody in Chicago, like, Rahm Emanuel may look this way in the media, but has he been a shitty... Is he, what, a governor? He's the governor? He's the mayor. The mayor. What if he's been a shitty mayor to Chicago public schools, and this is, like, a political move? So it's... it's, That's the thing. Like, what's the bigger picture behind why he's actually saying this? Well, in the article, they say despite a high school graduation rate of about 73 percent, the number of Chicago students going to college has not been promising. An estimated 18 percent of ninth graders graduate high school and go to earn a bachelor's degree within 10 years of starting high school, according to a 2016 study by the University of Chicago. Mm. So. I don't know. I think this could be good. Let's see. I guess we'll wait until 2020. We'll see how it pans out. <laughs> to okay. uh, two and a half years. Yeah, that's fine. Checka, checka. My mind's telling me no. Y'all good? Okay. But my body. Oh. My body's mm. telling me yes. So, I was a little upset reading this story, see. this last story we're getting nobody. into. Speaking of Chicago, the Pied Piper himself. That's how Yo, I'm first of all, there is something I would I never want to go by that name. Well, like, well, so the article on BuzzFeed is inside the Pied Piper of R&B Something school. that he has to confess. So, essentially, R. Kelly... <laughs> Although I'm gonna, I'm gonna preface this by the article title, but the comments say something different. Um, okay. So R. Kelly is holding women against their will in a uh, in a cult in quotation marks. Parents told police, but when we get into the story, the people actually feel like it's not a cult; it's sex trafficking. Oh, that's, um, that's because new. of what he's actually doing to these women, and um, I don't disagree. So. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel with sex trafficking? Uh, yeah, I'm well, not sure about sex trafficking. Yeah, well, I'm not sure. I'm just not, not sure. Yeah, let's get into these articles now. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> See, this is why you should introduce it because you know. <laughs> like, what? Right, I read the full article. So the full article on BuzzFeed News is standing by the full article. They basically go in and saying that, um, that these women... Um, R. Kelly was supposed to be developing or working with like these young women of consenting age. Music, yeah. Um, was going to develop them, work with them, mentor them, and the parents, the mm-hmm. parents mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. believed 
him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Despite my, them my parents would never just drop news. me off with R. Kelly. He Here's did. my thing. They Here's admitted thing. to knowing about his. Well, let's talk girl. about. Well, let's get, let's get more into details, and I'll tell you okay, why. Okay. Because okay. Because the parents actually be, they didn't because he was acquitted. They thought that was okay. Yeah. That's why I was just saying, like, there's no way you could be that gullible to think that R. Kelly was. <laughs> anywho, so. <laughs> um, so essentially, let me just, it says, so, and then he also denies it. So a BuzzFeed report accuses the singer of brainwashing women who got closer to him in an effort to boost their musical careers. One of the women said she was not being brainwashed. Kelly denies any wrongdoing. The report, which quoted three unnamed sets of parents that they had not seen or spoken with their daughters for months and that the women, all of them over the age of consent, have the routines controlled by the singer. He would tell them when to eat, what they could wear, when they can bathe, when they can sleep, mm-hmm. and how to engage in sexual encounters recorded by him that he would also show his circle of male friends. Um, and a video posted hours after the allegations, and this is from BBC of, of him saying that he, he was denying wrongdoing or his lawyer. Um, uh, after the allegations emerged, one of the women called, um, one of the women, Jocelyn Savage, who's 21, told the TMZ site that she was not in a cult. Quotation, uh, quotes, I'm in a happy place in my life. I'm not being brainwashed or anything like that. She added that she, the, the issue had definitely gotten out of hand. But if you all go back and read, I mean, if you all even care, if you go back and read the BuzzFeed article in full, it details the sets of parents and the things that they try to do, um, the behaviors of their met, children, how, how they, they met, met how some of them believed what he said. Yeah. And because they were, he was acquitted, similar to people that may be, that believe Bill Cosby, if he was acquitted, that means he didn't do it, versus like, just because you were acquitted doesn't mean you weren't guilty. Exactly. There were numerous cases where he had to pay people, you know, pay like settle cases with similar situations. Um, and so, these these parents regret <laughs> these parents regret um, obviously meeting R. Kelly allowing or trusting R. Kelly allowing their daughter to be with R. Kelly there was one set of parents and hopefully I'm not mixing the story where the daughter so R. Kelly would get rid of their phones he got rid of all of their phones he give them yeah, new so phones. they couldn't be in phones. contact with their family um, um, no, no so no. he can control that's what I said so that he they couldn't be in contact oh, with their yeah, family. One of the he girls, would them, one of the girls <laughs> cut them off from periodically with contact. From the, yeah. The phone, R. Kelly, um, um, and then she got gave. punished because um, he found out. Did you see the one where they were like, he held someone up against the tree and slapped so her across when, the face? When the, yeah. so, and these girls were also snitching on each other to R. Kelly. Yeah. For stepping <laughs> yeah. out of the rules. Yeah. So he, he well, there's a main, there's a main girl. Yeah, there's one like girl a house like, mother, like right? Six, there's a well, there's a house mother, but there's but it was one of the actual girls, hmm. like one of the five to six girls that he has. Okay, aren't, aren't there a, like there's like people within that circle that are talking about this to, with the press, right? So this is the situation. He has two houses that he's, I mean, two cities that he's doing this in in Duluth, Georgia. He has he's renting a couple of he has some pr- properties in Georgia, and then he has properties in Chicago. Oh, and they so and, sketchy. And his, and his studio and so um in georgia one of the women that was there left and she didn't realize she was brainwashed brainwashed until she saw a woman the age of her daughter and she was just like if that was my daughter like this is i can't believe this like this is this is crazy so that was enough for her to get it um and so the as far as the punishment is concerned when one of the girls did something that he didn't like or wasn't right or if another girl snitched about it or told on one of the girls for stepping out i mean like it got to the point where they couldn't even be friendly with other males like if they were at a store or something like that um he would tell them to dress in jogging allegedly he would make them dress he wouldn't want them to show their bodies off their their bodies and 
when he had his male friends over, whoever, they had to turn around and face the wall. But the girl that got tied up to the tree, like the people that step out of the rules get punished physically and, and verbally, and the tree was one example. There was another example in the BuzzFeed article where he made a girl stay on the tour bus for three days. She couldn't leave yeah. for not doing her homework. Not doing her. But the girl is out of high school. Like she graduated already. So this is this is this is kind of the ridiculousness, and that's the reason why the people in the comments, a couple of people were like, "This is not a cult. This is trafficking." Like you're telling these women when they can sleep with you, how they can sleep with you, how you want them to sleep with you. Oh, I see it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's doing a little bit more than being cultish, like, and so. um, But I I heard some arguments that. That like even though it's weird or like it's a consenting relationship because oh, the they're all adults. I mean, excuse me, the police can't do anything. Yeah, <laughs> like the prisoners the can't do anything. The, pri- <laughs> the prisoners really can't do nothing. Guys, they're they're, 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 they're like all consenting adults, so they're like, they you are. can't do anything about a weird but relationship. Here's the, the crazy thing is the consenting age in one of the states is 16, 16. and then the other one is 17. That's probably why he. Chose so here's my states. thing. Here's my thing. You know he's from Chicago. As a parent, yeah, I know, but he was like perfect place. I'm not a parent, but. You're not a what? I'm not a parent. But why, even if homie was acquitted, he's very much in that video pissing on this girl. Like, why would you want... Why did he get acquitted for that video? They couldn't tell it was him or some shit? Well, so this is why they said he got acquitted. Well, the girl, one lied about her age or something like that, because she was 14, but said she was 18. And then, like, I think it was, like, time, like... Oh, the story of time. But anyway, the point is, even if he, even if he wasn't, One, two, three, four, five found women guilty on it. Between the ages of eighteen the and thirty-one, po- there's a the den mother. She's thirty-one. Uh, anyway, she trains uh, newcomers. Go ahead. Sorry, I keep losing my thought because I think someone's trying to come in. No, we're good. Um, as a parent, who the? Why would you trust anybody who even has that attached to their name? Mm-hmm. Like, even if he was acquitted, doesn't mean he was innocent. Yeah. Why would you be so willy nilly to be like for your daughter to be associated with that? Like, l- even if he was innocent, why yeah. he still just has in this case, stigma I mean, it's not <laughs> attached to him? And then you're letting your kid just fly off to be with him. That is some crazy shit. Because in one of the parents, she was like, "I would only let her go if you I know was there was dead. a female present." Oh yeah, and it's they the- like dead it. Well, basically her, but like they deaded it. And it was like, no, either she comes by herself type shit or it's you, the deal is off. Stopped, like, and it's cr- all yeah. of this, like, I just want my kids to be famous and they love it. But it's kind of like what you're price, fucking though? taking that to the backseat. And now you're over here trying to get the police to drag your very much adult kids. And they can't do anything until that person anything. says they're in trouble. Yeah, they can't do anything. Uh, let me tell you a quick story about how much my parents cared about me. Uh <laughs> We were we went to go see the color purple like right when it the first run mm-hmm. on Broadway. I think I was like fifteen or sixteen, and my little sister was like eight or something. Mm-hmm. And they ran into R. Kelly, and they were still Shut like, the hell yeah, up. they were really like excited. I was in my seat at this point, like yeah. we were all in our seats, oh and then my God. parents <laughs> got up to go see R. Kelly, and they were like, "Do one of y'all want to come?" Actually, no, Nisi, you can come, <laughs> but Tiana, you can sit. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was a teenager, so they were just like the little yeah. little one could come, but Tiani don't come. Oh, no, <laughs> they didn't no, even want you, me to. They didn't even want me to meet him <laughs> for a second. I mean, like I just don't yeah. fucking get it. And it won't like what I. Ew, there's so many other ways of doing it. I'm sorry. And the and here's another thing that's crazy, homie. Before this broke out, he had a sold out concert like two days before the story broke. 
sold out. People, oh, oh yeah. my god! I know a lot I of people who are just like the music is separate from the man. No, it's I'm not. Like, You're but he's talking about sex habit. though. You're supporting his <laughs> habit to yeah. like do he's the a shit sex that he's fiend doing. and he sings about it. <laughs> And you know what's crazy? I feel bad for his ex-wife. Oh. Because uh, she was, his children? Doesn't he have a daughter? Yeah, he has he children. Has, he has a son. But yeah. here's the thing, though. Like, she, his ex-wife was on this Hollywood exes. show, Hollywood Exes, Atlanta. Felt so bad And for her. she was getting such backlash and shit about it because because of R. Kelly and what he did. And basically, like, people were like, oh, you should have known and why didn't... But oh, it's kind of like, what the fuck are you... That's not her fault. Yeah, like, yeah, what are you supposed all. to do if she he's on tour and you're taking kids? pedophile creep. And right. he probably treated her a little bit like that, too, when she was in that relationship, I'm sure. I, listen, men do a lot of things yes. differently that that would surprise the shit out of you. And so I wouldn't be surprised if Not only that, she, but they have kids together, too. So it's yeah. kind of like people are attacking her. And it's like, you... I don't know what he does when I'm not around. Yeah. Right. So now all all this stigma, like it really puts um this horrible cloud over your family. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, let's for a second, like forget about your ex-wife. What about your kids? Like, why as your kid, like, how do you maneuver through life when you have shit like this coming out of nowhere? Yeah. It's it's a weird situation. I mean You're a fucking joke. Like well, you're a joke and you're you're like a dangerous person. Yeah. Here's the quote from one of the parents. She said, um, she said, and she and some of these people went anonymously or used their middle name so they wouldn't get retaliated against. But she said, you know, Teresa said she initially let her daughter spend time with Kelly because it was supposed, in quotation marks, supposed to be a music relationship. She now regrets the decision. Quote, my thing was, I trusted. I have never been in the music industry before ever. He is a lyrical genius. He is R. Kelly. And the fact that, and the fact he is, he went to court. He was never found guilty. He was acquitted. And we were led to believe there was no truth in it. Now I got all these people asking about why my daughter is there telling me all of that. The charges against Kelly was true. Well, how come you didn't tell me that before? What? You, it's just that the man was accused in the first place would never. Was right. That was enough for me. That would be enough for me. I, and you don't need to be in the music business to, to know like, about that video. Know that you can definitely. <laughs> oh, to he know was, he from grace that for you my can chaperone your fucking kid to wherever the fuck they need to go. Yeah, but especially even, if they're seventeen, like it doesn't matter. Like they're not legally an adult. Yeah, even in in TV, like. You're not an adult until you're 18. Like, yeah. your parents are supposed to be with you. Mm. Like, you have to get consent. You have to get paperwork signed. So, like, do it. Like, it worked. Your kid's not a fucking adult at 17, regardless. And one thing that was definitely out there in the public that we all know he did was he dated Aaliyah. How old was she? He married <laughs> like, her. He 16. married her. Yeah. Like, and he was, like, 28, 29. Like, I mean... <laughs> that was consensual and there's nothing like police could do about that whatever but just that alone you could see that he was into young girls isn't that enough well, he pissed on somebody son i know he it's not enough to be like eh, i'm good and he sings about only sexual things so you want your young daughter to hang out with somebody that's so into sex that that's his entire career in his songbook like, yeah like, but he also did I Believe I Can Fly. Like, yeah, but most yeah, of it is, like, yeah. 12 play. Well, Marco, he ain't <laughs> so. getting any more of our time. So, so as you all know, but I just, I, I think it's kind of crazy that they trusted him to begin with. So, anywho, on to some more interesting things. Uh, that was End of Pop Culture Things. On yeah. to Reasons Why We Drink. 
Um, we can quickly get into this one. Who, who, brought, who, did who, brought, one? The, who brought this one up? This was, this was a rollover. Oh, okay. okay. Talk to us, Nick, about the work relationships and friendships. I don't know. So relationship expert Tracy Cox reveals <laughs> why your husband's office friendship could mean the end of your marriage. Oh, God. <laughs> God so dramatic. Why his work wife uh, is a bigger threat than an affair. All capitals. Oh, God. So Tracy Cox <laughs> reveals how damaging... Um, his work wife could be uh, basically how your re- your work relationship and your outside relationship somehow always come together. Mm-hmm. And so he goes into the article and he basically he basically talks about how like you spend more time at work and the people you work with than you really do with anybody else. And so that's he, true. So he also <laughs> talks about how like sometimes it could be a good thing because you can't always get um uh, you just sometimes need an outside perspective. Mm-hmm. And when you're spending time with like so much time with somebody else, they see more of you and mm-hmm. they understand more of you and all this other bullshit that you might conceal from your partner. So one of the examples that they used was that, um, I guess a couple that was being counseled kept having miscarriages. Okay. And so the husband was being very strong, like wouldn't show any emotion about it. And the wife didn't know what was going on. But then he would tell his work wife. But he would, he told his, like he would cry (laughs) and like show all this emotion. And the way he explained it was, is that he felt like he had to be strong for his wife and that she was already going through so much. So for him to unload, um, his emotional baggage, just seemed like it would just stress her out and be too much. But then like she finds out that he's that he's crying and showing such emotion to to somebody else. And then they they talk about (laughs) just stay strong the whole time then or cry by yourself in the bathroom. (laughs) So they use like a lot of different examples of like relationships. So one one lady was like super jealous and like her her marriage ended and she wanted to be with somebody who had a had a work wife. And so she became friends with the work wife and Mm. she went only when she saw like it wasn't a sexual mm-hmm. chemistry or anything like that. So the white, the girlfriend was kind of explaining, I feel like if my boyfriend is thinking about straying, his work wife is going to put him on the right path. Okay. And I was okay. just like, hmm, that huh. is interesting because she has no loyalty to you. <laughs> like yeah. these people, when you have work relationships like that, the people, I don't know. It's a very interesting thing. I think because I work with so many women that. Yeah. I uh, mean, I can understand this point. I actually will. So they list some points I think are very interesting. Skimming the article. It said men are often more honest with their work wives. We are closest to the people who know the most about us. Um, Sharing with the third person has an impact. Familiarity breeds lust and love. Mm. Just like real marriage, marriage, work marriage doesn't always run smoothly. Um, So to this point about. I, th- that I think that the woman going through the the issues with the the in vitro that's actually that would have the emotional betrayal is right. actually more yeah. Painful. But no, I I actually agree. Like there was a guy that I was digging, and I think that's how he became work rendezvous. Would literally see him almost every single yeah. You spend day. Like, so you spend much more time, time at work. Yeah. yeah, and so, but I never really called anyone work wife, work husband. Like I've never been called that either. But I can understand. Um, how how it can get murky i just don't know if i i would ever be to get to a place where you start telling your work um person everything going on in your personal life yeah i I mean maybe because i'm just private with my business when it comes to a lot of things i just i mm, unless i really like i mean like i remember kicking it with one of my coworkers and and outside of work and 
they felt they trusted me, whatever mm. they told me stuff. And I was just there listening. And so, you know, I, I can understand where it happens, but I can't just tell myself like, oh, I'm just going to hold this in and tell my work husband. I can't wait to tell. <laughs> I just, like, maybe, you're maybe I'm making a sure, conscious I'm sure decision. he had a breakdown right. and she was because there. The but like, but not, yeah, because there were some other ones, like other things in there. Like, oh, that they so other examples. Well, no, different, different couples, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like yeah. This person went to go. Talk yeah, like they're talking wife. to their work wife about this, that, and the third, mm-hmm. and it's just you know. And well, then like, because I feel like with every job that I've had, I've I've had at least one or two really good friendships that come out of it. Like we hang out outside of work, and mm-hmm. like you know, like they know things about my personal life. So it's kind of like I feel if you have a real bond with someone to be friends with them, then you can. Then it's definitely like that's your friend. Like you're gonna talk to this person the way you talk to any of your other friends. My thing is that I, it's kind of like when you have a crush on somebody at work and how you're just like, oh, da, da, da. but I feel like if you don't have like that giddy feeling where you're around this person, it's just like, oh, what's up, douchebag? Like if you really just clown with them the way that you clown with your friends, then it's not really a threat. I just said people just tread lightly with work spouses because, and even calling them a work spouse is problematic to begin with. especially if you're in a relationship or you are actually married i called my gay co-worker work husband so because he's gay you just feel (laughs) no no i was like i was not interested i was very close (laughs) to him like but i nothing you know like i told my boyfriend about it because it's like he's he's gay yeah (laughs) like it doesn't well, doesn't matter. I call, like I call Matt my work. I brother. know you. He's my work sibling. Oh <laughs> yeah, 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 right, 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 right. I would he never definitely yeah. fight. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, did y'all boy? But so in the article, it also tells three ways to tell there's something dodgy going on. If he doesn't want you to meet his work wife. Oh, well, yeah. Well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> or um, how warm is she when when you meet? Like, oh, is she, like she doing the most? Yeah, is she like, oh my god, so that where she just so like, great Hi. to meet you finally. Yeah, you always gotta watch that any damn way with any damn body. <laughs> does I heard he so lie, much about you? Does he lie about how much <laughs> time they spend together? Yeah, I mean, but but the work if it's a work wife example we're using, she gets caught up in that. But it's him; he's yeah. nurturing that. I mean, relationship but women do at work. Too. It's definitely like well, no, I mean, in, in this article, in this article example, they're talking about yeah, the guys. It's yeah, it's just like come on, it's it's the guy just as much as the girl. But guys, Damn, you can't be friends with nobody. No, but guys don't really think about these things because I was getting into it about insecure. I was just like. I started talking about because you know the the premiere of Insecure is coming back. Oh yeah, and we could just roll this weekend? in. Yeah, we could just roll this into Moon, but this is not my mood. Um, okay. but no, but, to, but just using the example of, of he slept with the girl at the end of season one, mm-hmm. but that's not going to, that didn't fulfill him. But now you're sleeping with a girl that actually has feelings for you. So now you're that there's about to be damage. Yeah. There's about to be damage because you don't want her. Yeah. Well, in the article, they also <laughs> talk about men need to stop. They just need to think. Yeah. Well, in the article, they're also talking about how like you can end things with a spouse and never see them again, but you can never like and a work relationship because you have to work together. You have to see each other every day. You have you to leave. Well, they talk about like how awkward it <laughs> right. is. Right? No, like, it can be absolutely. Listen, I'm not gonna leave a good job because you got a fucking issue with whatever's ha- like. But if it yeah. starts fucking with with your, your performance, it's going. No, no, no. But even that because people are are vindictive. Mm-hmm. They could start making shit up about you not doing something right or you did this. And don't call sexual assault. It's a rap for a guy. Mm-hmm. Done. 
still it's gonna fuck up your shit anyway. <laughs> you might as well leave on good terms. And you're not even getting laid. Um, on to mood. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't even drinking. Tiana, you look sleepy. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sleepy. You're um, not even talking into the mic. Yeah, because I'm I'm looking. I wanted to tell you guys this gross story that I read. Uh, about some woman, she got like 27 contact lenses stuck in her eye, and she oh, didn't know, okay. nope. and she didn't know. fucking know. And then don't want to know. When they saw it, it was like clumped together in a bluish mass, <laughs> and they removed it. And she's like, "Oh, that feels a lot more comfortable. Like uh, no shit." Mm-mm, <laughs> How do you not know that? <laughs> so my mood was disgusted after reading that, and then just I've been eating a lot of food that I shouldn't be eating because when you're on set, you just eat everything. Oh, you, so you didn't bring no crafty or nothing. Yeah, I could have, and I didn't. I'm sorry, guys. I just ran down here. I was like on the phone on the way in here. You're not a team player. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Nick, I'll let you go because I'm trying to think of my mood. Um, So I saw Spider-Man. What did you think? Oh, Oh, I saw it too. Oh, great. So we can talk about it real quick. I mean, just real quick. Top line. I didn't think it was that great. What? Absolutely not. I actually thought it was really good, and it was definitely a really good transition for Trinity. For me, here's the thing: they did. Here's what they did, which I think is actually dope. They didn't tell you how the fuck he got bit, because obviously we know how that he did. But I always like to see that though. But yeah, but but that's not relevant to this. Like we all know how they did it. I know. I know. I know. I think it is. First of all, I love Michael Keaton. He is my old man crush. So kudos to him. Okay. I think it was dope that. Childish Gambino was in it because he's actually doing the voice of Ma- Miles Morales on um, the animated series. So that was a little dope. And then I like how it just is going to transition into Trinity or Trinity War or whatever the fuck it is. I also have a crush on Tom Holland. I think he's so cute. Wow, that's almost that's basically rocking the cradle, Nikki. He's 22. You're rocking the cradle. Oh, not like <laughs> I haven't done it before. Not as voice or not. Um, and his voice wasn't that bad. I was thinking oh, about was that. Horrible. I was like, his voice oh, was, he's was supposed horrible. to be a 14-year-old. Yeah, he's, <laughs> and he's not. 15. So he probably had to do that. And I like that no, he... You said that was his real voice. No, 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 no. he's British. He's British. No, I mean, his the, voice isn't deep like this. No, like, but, I'm probably, talking, but it was it was high-pitched for me. I know it's British, but I'm talking about... Because he hadn't gone through puberty yet. Yeah, he had to probably change his voice But you said that was his... Before you saw the movie, you said that was still his real talking voice so so now y'all saying it's not his talking voice no oh okay that's okay that's That's like a couple dozen anyway um it was a dope movie i really liked it i wanted to enroll in combat classes because of it because the fighting scenes were awesome i also saw planet of the apes how was Planet of the Apes? Uh, cry a little at the end. Made you cry? Don't, don't the know. ending was all a little, right, all right, it was a little sad. Right. I, it was not as good as the first two. Y'all look funny. The the last one was like the best one to me. Yeah, it wasn't as good as the first two, but yeah. it definitely it wraps up the story really cute and nice. And okay. it was a little sad at the end. But Spider Man gets four gold stars and Planet of the Apes gets like three. But that was it. It was that dope. Was I had a good time at the movies. <laughs> Uh, my air it out. I mean, not my air it out. My, um, I don't know if I have a mood. I mean, it's you had all this time, man. You did. You yeah. had, all time. You had <laughs> a whole extra day. You know what? My Ryan Leslie story should have went into mood. But you, <laughs> you missed my Ryan yeah, Leslie was, story. Was, oh, I met him. Hash, I'll listen to it. I'll listen to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you'll hear it because we were joking. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, it's life is good, man, and I'm I'm grateful. Um, got some upcoming things coming up, coming up, coming up. That's, that's and, what upcoming means. Yep, and my trip <laughs> that I will talk about whenever I come back. Your uh, trip? Where are you going? I'm not telling you on air. So uh, we'll talk about it. I'm not gonna be on air next week because I gotta go home. But so y'all, ladies, have fun without me. 
I'll try to have a show. Okay. Oh, okay. On that <laughs> note, we like are we out of here. Dark. I really, really try. <laughs> um, Sorry. Uh, social media. Uh, you can find us at Venti and Vino at Gmail and Twitter, Facebook, Venting Vino Pod. You can find me on Twitter at Georgette. Don't fuck with me if you are a troll because I will come for that ass. I will troll I'm her trolling. just to have fun. Um, Manny's going to listen to this and purposely troll you. Yeah, probably. You might get ignored depending on how many followers All right, uh, you want to go? <laughs> go Nikki, ahead. you want to go? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you getting trolled now for real. Uh, no, you guys just hit me up on the old Twitter, Nikki Nice. <laughs> the old Twitter. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at Tiani War and Instagram at Tiani Wa. On that note, ladies, we are out. Peace. Bye. 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 Bye.